Maya, a lover of fun TV shows and political dramas, but not so much movies. I am a nightly eater of popcorn, a lover of travel who feels slightly trapped just now, and a middle school teacher living and working in Beijing, China with her two teenage daughters and sweetheart Dawn. Hi, I'm Edie, and I love playing my new piano at night while ignoring my house as it collapses around me. <laughs> I am a coffee drinker who loves to stay home and read. I am also a Midwest middle school reading specialist and mom of three. We're the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit chat tips and tricks a special tea combo, and an electric kettle. We will gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. <laughs> Crushes. Yes, and of course, we'll have our Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. In our Chit Chat Tips and Tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. Amazingly, this week our tips actually complement each other. Edie, you go first. Okay, so my tip is that everyone saves a little stash of money and spends it buying a Cousinaire tea kettle with temperature control. Now, let me backtrack. Um, years ago on Oprah's Favorite Things segment, she talked about how she had a kettle with, and you could like punch in different temperatures because different teas and coffees should have di different temperatures of water, Leia. So, really? yes, and I use an AeroPress to make my coffee and you have to catch the water right before it's boiling. Like just when it's just beginning oh, to boil, when there's just wisps of steam coming out. And that's hard to do because I'm like putting on my makeup. I'm writing yeah. my novel in the morning. But I was always, you know, like <laughs> monitoring this water. And if it boiled, Leia, I had to dump it out. I had to waste water because then my coffee wouldn't what? taste perfect. Yes. So anyway, I bought this Cousinaire hmm. tea kettle with temperature control. And it has a French press... Um, setting at 190 so i set that and mm -hmm. yeah now my coffee is always perfect i have settings for green tea oolong tea herbal tea white <laughs> tea and i <laughs> gus and i are always brewing all these teas and it really does make a difference and I do have to give a shout out to my friend, um, Amy Jo, because she brought this tea kettle to our writing retreat and I was just, you know, in love with it. Ah. Mm -hmm. So. Well. I love okay. it. Plus it gets the water ready like so fast, you know, you're like, what? My re water's ready already? You know, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. I I just don't quite know how to respond to that. I just always thought boiling water was boiling water, but <laughs> well, boiling water is boiling water. 
Okay. Among you, you might want this, this wonderful Oprah endorsed tip. Huh. Okay. A Cousin Art tea kettle. Well, I don't know. I, she did not recommend the Cousin Art or the Cuisin Art, however you say it. She okay. recommended something far okay. more pricey with like a gooseneck, you know, pourer thing. It was just beautiful. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not spending $200 on an electric kettle. So no, no. Th this was enough. Yeah. I think mine was, well, mine was enough money. So, whatever. But I'm very happy. It is a brand. That is an yeah. expensive brand. Okay, well, I have a cheap, I have a much less, a much less dear tip for you today that does involve boiling water. Ooh! <laughs> and I'm I, ready. And I'm not particular. I'm not particular about the temperature. I just want it boiling. Mm -hmm. um, my tip is a particular tea combo that I have loved for many years, and it's my go-to soother. And what I love to drink when I'm reading my Kindle in the warmth of lamplight on our progressively chillier autumn days, Edie. Mmm, what is this tea combo? I'm just titillated. <laughs> Well, it's very simple, Edie. Okay. I have been a lover of Earl Grey, Earl Grey tea for many, many years. I love it in its loose leaf form particularly, but right now I only have tea bags from Costco, uh, Canada Costco, because you can get Earl Grey tea in bulk there. Uh, but that's, that's okay too. So the prime flavoring in Earl Grey tea is bergamot or bergamot oil, which is a type of citrus fruit. And apparently, it has similarities to the Meyer lemon. It's mm. from um, California, I think it's quite popular there. But here's the thing, Edie. Because of this lemony bergamot, it's frowned upon to put milk in this type of tea. Mm -hmm. It apparently mm -hmm. dulls the flavor. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. So I've never been one to put milk in my, in my Earl Grey tea. I don't mind it in other teas, but definitely not in this tea. But what really perks it up is an additional splash of lemon. And I actually like to put a fresh lemon slice in the tea and then a wee bit of sugar. So I actually use Truvia, which is a natural sugar substitute from stevia leaves. So there are no chemicals in it, but it, it tastes like sugar. I, I like this tea to be a little bit sweet. So the combo of the steeped tea in boiling water, <laughs> the lemon and the sugar, <laughs> mm -hmm, any mm -hmm. temperature, just boiling. Um, mm -hmm. This is the most comforting thing to me. I highly recommend it. In fact, Edie, Look at the camera. I am mm -hmm. sipping a cup right now. Mm. See, see, on my Beijing mm -hmm. bicycle mug. So good. Mm -hmm. So it is evening here for me in Beijing, Edie. So I'm doing the decaf Earl Grey tea. And I see you are, of course, mainlining your beloved coffee. <laughs> One of your favorite mugs because it's just past 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, past 6 a.m. in your neck of the woods, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good mug, actually. I like that. Yeah, it's a butterfly. It reminds me of Dolly Parton, our country queen. You know, so cheers. Country queen. Here's to Dolly. Um, can I can I piggyback on your <laughs> tip, Leah? <laughs> 
Certainly, as long as you're not going to comment on the temperature of my water. No, no, no. I get that you do not like my tip and will not be buying a temperature-controlled kettle until you come to my house and realize how amazing it is. But there is now tea okay. by Stash that has double bergamot, and it's delicious. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so I highly recommend that. It's called, like, Double Bergamot or something. (laughs) I don't know what it's called, but um, it's Hmm. at Woodman's. All right. (laughs) Yep. Okay, well, if I were in Wisconsin, I'd pick some up. But I'm not going to find it here in China, so. Yeah, okay. No, don't send it in the mail. It'll never arrive. Yeah, I'll never mail it, so. But I think I hear a campfire, Leah. (laughs) I believe I hear a campfire tune. Fire's burning, fire's burning. Draw nearer, draw nearer. It's time for Campfire Chat. There are all kinds of crushes people can have or have had. Crushes from high school, crushes on your dentist, celebrity crushes. Well, I suppose that is true, Leia, though I cannot imagine having a crush on a dentist. (laughs) Well, that was a long time ago in a place far away. But let's just say I didn't dread my twice twice annual cleanings. (laughs) Anyhow, let's start by talking about crushes that we had as kids or as young adults. What do you have for us? Well, mine isn't very exciting, Leia, because I had a huge crush on my high school boyfriend. He looked amazing. Oh, lucky you. I know. He looked amazing in these Levi's button fly jeans. And he was so funny. <laughs> and he was so smart. And he was so cute. And he was also very sophisticated because he would get us season tickets to the symphony, Leia. And we get all dressed up and go to the symphony. Um, And yeah, he was just wonderful. Um, And also, before either of us had our driver's licenses, he would, we lived on opposite sides of town in Stevens Point. Mm -hmm. And, um, but he would always, my mom really wasn't into like picking me up anywhere. And if my brother, my older brother wasn't around to get me, it's like, well, figure it out. But he would always Uh either bike me or walk me home. Isn't that cute? Very cute. What a gentleman. Well, that's really sweet, Edie. I love that. Okay. Well, for me, I would say that I've had a lot of like non-reciprocal crushes (laughs) over the years. And I guess it went both ways because I know other people had crushes on me too and I didn't return their their love. But um, <laughs> I... <laughs> but l- let me just refer very briefly to a fourth grade reciprocal crush. Oh, I want to hear. <laughs> tell, tell. So when I was in fourth... Okay. 
So when I was in fourth grade, this new boy, Myron Pankratz, I hope he's not a listener to the pod. I'm sure he's not. Myron Pankratz uh, came, moved, moved to town. And uh, he had all of his, he had a bunch of siblings. They all had names that started with M, Myron and Myrna. But anyway, never mind. Uh, and he had sat in front of me in my fourth grade class and, uh, you know, in retrospect, he was obviously ADHD, could not, you know, just couldn't sit still, right? And he kept turning around and talking to me and grabbing things from my desk and pulling my hair and all those silly things that, you know, boys do when they have, they, when maybe they have a crush on you. And I remember my teacher, Mrs. Johnston, saying, Leah, if he actually, it was Leah back then, Leah, if he bothers you anymore, you can hit him on the hands with your ruler. <laughs> So then it what? became this elaborate, this elaborate flirtation where Myron would try to grab things from my desk and then I'd just nail him with my ruler. It's like whack-a-mole. Yeah, like whack-a-mole. It was so fun. And I was just like, so I loved it. I couldn't wait to go to school every morning so that Myron and I could flirt together. Or at least that's what I thought it was. But then, Edie, here's the heartbreaker one. This was my first, probably my first heartbreak, if you Wait, will. are we done when talking was, about Myron? We're done talking about Myron, and now we're moving on to somebody called, and again, sure, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but maybe some of my friends do, and they'll remember this. In particular, my cousin Jolene, who uh, was involved in this story. So Tim Lepp was his name, Ooh. and he was like this giant samoid dog he was this this furry blonde i don't know guy that i just was i was oh, wait is to me tim... like this husky husky dog type wait is what? tim lep a dog or a person it's a person <laughs> that reminds me of a dog <laughs> like a very cute fuzzy arctic dog oh, it sounds like you were in love <laughs> Dog. <laughs> it's dog-like. Okay, got it. So anyway, Edie. So Tim was a year older than I was. So I was in the eighth grade. He was in ninth grade. And we went to this small high school. And so, you know, basically all the classes were within two floors and maybe 12 rooms or something. And so I knew every single one, when, when and where every single one of his classes were. And we would always, you know, probably come in late to our own classes so we could follow him and his friends to their classes. And just, I would just gaze at him, right? And Jolene, my cousin, was also my good friend in high school. We went to the same high school. And I, I don't know. And she may have a different version of this. Maybe she'll write it in the coop. <laughs> but my memory is that I think maybe she just got fed up with me and my mooning over Tim. And she decided to take it upon herself to write Tim a letter, a note, and no. tell him how much I liked him. Not a good no. idea, right? I'm sure no. Jolene will agree that in retrospect, this is not good. <laughs> so without telling me, unbeknownst to me, she writes this note and gives it to Tim. But I think either, uh, Jolene, you just set the record straight, but 
my memory is that as soon as you gave it to Tim, you let me know that you had done it, either because you were feeling guilty or you wanted to see like what would happen, right? So I was, I was beside myself. I was just like, what? You did what? I was, I was enraged and, and, and anticipatory and all these things all at once, right? So we knew, of course, where Tim's next class was and Jolene had just given him this note. So I rushed over with her. And Edie, as we stood in the doorway and we saw that we saw Tim sitting on the desk with his buddies all around him and he opened up the note, he read it, he showed it to all of his friends and they just all started snickering and laughing. And then he just, you know, he just bundled it up and scrunched it up and threw it in the garbage. No. And I just watched it all happen in real time. It was a heartbreaker. Oh. It hurt. But at least, you know, at least I knew. So thanks for that, Jolene. I didn't have to moon over him anymore because then I knew. Obviously, he had no interest in me. He probably didn't even know who I was for that matter. I don't know. But there you go. That was a crush that ended badly. <laughs> okay. That hurts, Leia, but um, we all have a few stories like that, right? You can't get through life without yeah. heartbreaks, crush heartbreaks, right? No, you can't. You can't. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so this is a stupid question, Edie, because the answer is obvious to me, <laughs> but I want to give you the opportunity to shine here. <laughs> yes. Have you ever had a crush? You haven't heard my question yet. Oh. Have you ever <laughs> had a crush? On a celebrity. Well, Leah, no, I haven't. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course I have. It started in like sixth grade and it continues to this day. And it's Daryl Hall of Daryl Hall and John Oates, you know, who I've brought up countless times on this, you know, podcast. Um, Aww. I love Daryl Hall and he's so cute. I love his songs. You know, he's been <laughs> singing the same songs for 40 years. I will listen to them again and again. We'll play them at your funeral. Oh, sorry, we don't want to reference your funeral. Oh, my funeral song <laughs> is Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen. I have been wanting to tell you that. My children don't want to hear it. <laughs> But anyway, um, <laughs> after a hard day work, I do love coming home and listening to my favorite duo on Spotify. And my current favorite song of theirs is called Do It For Love. Okay, that ends love. my rant. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Who's your celebrity crush? Okay. Well, this is a little pathetic, but <laughs> I, I have the two after school G's. <laughs> Oh. One was a dork and one was a heartthrob. But, you know, when I would come home from school every day, the first thing that I would do would be to run to the TV to watch uh, Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. <laughs> so Gilligan oh, yeah. and Greg Brady <laughs> were, my, were my two go-to guys. So I had... <laughs> So I did have fantasies about being on a desert island with Gilligan. With Gilligan mm. is your crush? Gilligan? I know. It's not cool. 
I, I sometimes I like nerdy guys. What can I say? It is not cool. <laughs> and I think it's a first. They're not cool at all. <laughs> I the only person who has ever had a crush on Gilligan is Leia. Oh, I think I probably imagined that I was Marianne in this, you know, scenario in my fantasy. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know because I, you know, I, I have that sort of Marianne-ishness about me at times, or I did then. But you could also be Ginger. Well, these days people say I'm more like Ginger. Which You're is more like Ginger. Which is yeah. very interesting to me, but I'll take mm-hmm. it. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, but like many other girls my age, I also had elaborate fantasies about canoodling with Greg Brady, <laughs> you know, behind the bleachers or lingering by his locker. You know, I could just see him nonchalantly leaning up against the locker, <laughs> right? And maybe putting his arm around me. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For our younger listeners. <laughs> we don't have you younger have no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody identifies with this, but nobody has ever had a crush on Gilligan but me. Please let us know if you too had a Gilligan crush. <laughs> well, I mean, you couldn't have a crush on Skipper and you couldn't have a crush on no. Mr. Howell. You know, Professor. But the professor you could. But he was never successful in anything he did. You know, all those coconut trans... Well, neither was Gilligan. (laughs) (laughs) We're not talking about success here. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Well, whatever. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, Leah, what about people you'd like to jump in the screen with? and just hang out with from TV or the movies. What about that? Oh, sort of like crushes on groups of people kind of thing. Well, totally friends, right? Friends. Mm -hmm. I have always watched friends with this, a bit of jealousy maybe, and this sense of wonder. Like these folks, they just hung out so easily and they had so much fun and they drank coffee all the time and there was just no pressure, right? It was just this easygoing, laughter-filled, food and coffee-fueled jumble of, you know, people hanging out on sofas. I don't know, I loved it. Actually, Edie, this could be us. Is it us? Leah, it is us because when we're together, we just drink coffee and hang out. We're really good at it. We're really good at it. You're right. We are friends minus, you know, all the all the drama, the other the other folks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But I don't know. Like I wanted to be in their house. I loved I just well, Monica and Rachel's house. I love that. Love that place. Uh, Mm -hmm. It just seems so easy and fun. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Why don't we have a TV show? We should, right? <laughs> well, we, I guess we have this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, we can't compete with Stranger Things and The Crown. Grace and Frankie. Okay, well. Yeah. Grace and Frankie. <laughs> okay, well, let's leave it at having a podcast for yeah, now. Yeah, we'll leave it we'll, at that. We'll see what happens. Well, okay. Leah. I need to talk a little bit more about um, TV crushes. So mine yes, was Tom <laughs> Wopat from the Dukes of Hazard, And Ooh. I felt an affinity towards him because he grew up in Wisconsin, 
Remember in episode mm-hmm. eight how we went on our road trip and I'm like, oh, Lodi, you know. I had read <laughs> in Tiger Beat, they said that you could catch <laughs> Tom Wolpat driving his dad's tractor around because his dad owned a farm. And I had elaborate <laughs> no. fantasies of my parents driving me to Lodi and us just magically, you know, appearing at the <laughs> Wopat farm and seeing Tom Wopat driving the tractor without his shirt on. <laughs> just take the parents out of that fantasy and it would be a bit better. <laughs> well, I, I, was, uh, I was probably 13. So I had a huge oh, Dukes of Hazard poster on my bedroom door, and I um, I used to have a poster of the Fonz on my door, and he was like going oh. A, which is yeah, like the Fonz terrible because he was just terrible to women and just you know yuck. But I'm like, oh, well, you know, the yeah, Fonz. But- well, you know. there was a lot of crushing going on there for, for yeah. the Fonz by a lot of us. But, you know, I think a lot of people actually preferred Potsy. <laughs> what? Remember Potsy? No one preferred yeah. Potsy but someone who liked Gilligan. Potsy? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Not rich. Like I enjoyed Potsy. Oh, Richie, I enjoyed too. I like the good, I like the good boys and the ginger, ginger haired boys too. So yeah, no, I I like Potsy and I like Richie. I didn't, I didn't love the Fonz, but. Well, Potsy wasn't successful, (laughs) Leia, like Gilligan. It it seems that many of my crushes were not, but that said, my present crush, my sweetheart is successful and I'm going to say I still have a crush on him. So let let me just put that out there in case he listens to the episode and feels jealous <laughs> about Potsy and Gilligan. <laughs> so much to be jealous of. Oh my gosh. But Leah, we have a special treat today. Some of our loyal listeners left us voice messages of crushes that they have had in the past. I know. Yay. This is so great. Let's listen in to our listener crushes. I can't wait. It's been really fun to think about crushes over my life. And in fact, I just Googled what the actual definition of a crush is, and it fits perfectly with the ones I'm thinking about. Uh, It says a brief but intense infatuation for someone especially someone unattainable or inappropriate. The first crush I can remember having was on my best friend in grade one's older brother. Now, it's interesting. We haven't been in touch. I lost touch with her after I left Canada. But her name was Cindy Hamara. And I can't remember her older brother's name for the life of me. But they lived nearby and I would go over to the house whenever I could. I think the older brother was about two years older. And um, I would say I was playing with Cindy, but I was always like, where's your brother? And then we'd play on the trampoline or something. The other thing I remember about Cindy Hamara was they were Japanese Canadians and it was my introduction to uh, Japanese food and it was delicious and I loved tempura. So maybe my crush was more on Japanese food than, than her older brother. I'm not sure. Hi, Leah. It's Pearl. Here's my little short crush story. When I was probably 
four years old, maybe five, we lived at seminary in Elkhart, Indiana. There were lots of other families there and we got to know one special family because they were also from uh, Fraser Valley in BC. And uh, the dad of that family was like, oh man, he was like this Adonis of, of a person. He was golden. He had this golden hair, golden body. And I just thought he was like, I don't know, like a Greek god, you know, without even knowing about Greek gods. Turns out, he's your uncle. Of course, George is passed away at this point, but I didn't even know back then that George was my Aunt Erica, Leah's mom's brother. Cool. What a man. He was quite a man, and he still was even when I got to know him better as an adult, when I was an adult. Anyways, love George Schmidt. So my crush uh, is someone, a friend of mine who I've known for about 20 years. And um, there's just something about him that, that kind of makes me feel like a little you know, a teenager. Uh, he's very engaging and uh, he's a writer and you just feel really um, kind of good in his presence. And, um, you know, I, my husband even knows that I have a bit of a crush on him. So it's all very healthy and, uh, you know, non, uh, not inappropriate at all. Um, and it's just kind of fun. I, we might hang out uh, about you know, once every couple of years. Uh, my husband's actually become a really good friend of his. And uh, it's just kind of fun to have, to know someone really well, and you just still get a little bit of a flutter. And it's, uh, it's all good. Well, Leah, it's hard to just pick one crush, so I'll give you several. One of my earliest crushes was on President Kennedy, and we used to have a little tchotchke that sat in our living room of him on a rocking chair and I just had a crush on him and also Annette Funicello from the Mickey Mouse Club. But my first real crush was Vicky DeLugos in kindergarten and I recall sending a love note home and asking her to have her mother sign it, declaring my love. And well into my adulthood, her mother used to ask my father how I was doing. I don't know what all that meant, but she actually still thought of me. Um, it should be noted that her mother was also our brownie troop leader. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. We need to get more listener stories on the pod, don't we, Leah? Oh, we totally do. That was the best. <laughs> It's time for the Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. This week, your challenge is to tell us about a crush you have, past or present, and share it with us on the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook. And if you haven't joined the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook, that's part of this week's challenge. It's a great place to chat with and be inspired by other people who are listeners to the pod.
Yes, it sure is. So that's it for this episode of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for a link to my Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings. Yes, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast app and share it around. Thanks as always to Charlotte and Leah for editing the show. Um, one of Charlotte's biggest challenge is to make my voice softer. If you haven't noticed, I'm kind of loud. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Clack, clack.